Hi, I'm Barry Donovan, and welcome to First Impression Warrior, where we share tips, insights, and advice on creating and maintaining a positive first and lasting impression, as well as discuss marketing in today's ever-changing business environment. Hi, and welcome to First Impression Warrior. Today, we have the founder and principal business strategist of Obsidian Solutions, Mr. Aaron Pfeiffer. Welcome, Aaron. Well, thank you very much, Barry. How are things going today? You know, it's been a good day so far. We already got uh, the inbox cleaned out and caught up and appointment scheduled. Sat down with a couple prospects already this morning, so I'm feeling pretty good. Dude, it's like 1110. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, well, time's money. I, I'm, I'm most efficient in the morning, so. Okay, well, at least you know when you're efficient, right? Some people don't have a clue. Right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, well, we're glad you're here. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to chat with us. Uh, First Impression Warrior is about creating great first impressions, but it's also about providing valuable marketing and business tips and strategies to our listeners. So I know I know a little bit about you, but can you tell our listeners a little bit about you? How did, yeah. you, how did you come to be a business consultant and business strategist? Yeah, absolutely. It's actually kind of an interesting story. A lot of people raise their eyebrows when I first tell them. Um, so my background is actually engineering, uh, Colorado School of Mines, a degree in chemical engineering and a minor in business and economics. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, yeah, right, exactly. That's a C. Eyebrows raised right. a little bit there. Um, so, yeah, I, I tell people I went to a engineering school for a business degree. Okay. Also interesting, right? Chemical engineering is really process engineering. It's the chemistry is really done. You got to understand some of the, the thermodynamics and all of that piece, but it's really that part is done. How do I take this now to an industrial scale? And how do I take chemical A, chemical B, make it on a, a huge scale and make money doing it? What's the optimal temperature? What's the optimal this and that? The other thing is there a market for this product when it's been sold? How much can I sell it for? So I took that piece um, and and fed it with my, my business addiction. I love helping small business owners. Uh, my entire family owns small businesses, have done entrepreneurial. So I've got a really close personal tie to that. Uh, stepped out, my first job was application engineering for industrial control systems. Um, that's a fancy way of saying the computers in a refinery. <laughs> okay, yeah, that so, is fancy. <laughs> yeah, uh, designing those systems, selling those systems, and, and everything associated with that on the engineering piece to it very quickly was promoted into managing uh, the engineers and the inside sales portion of that. Throughout my career was responsible for project management sales, uh, inside sales, and then of course the management piece and bringing on more and more headcount and being more responsible for that. And through that process I learned, again, taking my, my business and my process optimization train of thought, how do, how do we make our business operate better? How do we get better value from our customers? higher margins, everything else. Right. Um, and promotion, promotion, promotion. Oh crap, the uh, oil prices went from $110 to 30. And our company got sliced in half over several rounds of layoffs. Right. And that was also interesting. Coming in from a young, dumb engineer that everybody had to teach me what to do to all of a sudden I leapfrogged and I'm half of the people's boss and wow. I have to let them go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you've seen the movie Up in the Air, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. so. so, yeah, similar. Um, and then and then once you do that, how do you take business, you know, two business units that I was put in charge of that had done about $30 million in business, 
the previous year. How do you take that and take your headcount from 15 or so employees down to two? Oh. And how do you still operate and manage and take care of your customers that are still using your products? So the process optimizations, putting all of that in place. And then once oil prices came around, we were able to hire again, thank God, right. um, and bring back some of our employees. And then how do you rescale now? and do the hiring and the onboarding and all this other piece of business that most business owners don't think about. They think they're making lasagna right. and running a restaurant. They're very different operations. Right. So I found a, a huge passion for that. I very much enjoy the business operations piece. And, and so that's what drove me to business consulting and working with small business owners in particular, I find a lot of value with helping them be more successful. How do they take their business from owning them and they're working 80 hours a week and high stress to getting the business actually run for them. Some of the best practices around right. that. You don't have a business degree. You don't have a formal training in it. Most business owners don't, but you can, let's take advantage of that and make your business run better. Okay. Is that a long enough answer for you? <laughs> that was excellent. That was excellent. So, so take me from, all right, you're, you're now started your business. Who's your ideal client? How do you find your ideal client? How did you get the ball rolling, so to speak? Because I know, being an entrepreneur, it's not easy. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's a lot of shiny objects out there that draw your attention here and there. Oh, this would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. How did you focus, and what was the process in terms of getting the word out that, hey, I'm here. Right. I can help you. It's, it's a great question. And quite frankly, I'm going to answer it by diverting the question somewhat and saying, you're right, it is a shiny, bright world out there. And I think anyone that is savvy in business and they want to continue to grow their business, which should be every business owner, there is always a shiny object. Right. So you're, you're always looking at the new opportunities. For myself, when I started out, I actually started doing the consulting part-time on the side, moonlighting that while I was still okay. an engineering professional. Um, and, and I just really started helping friends and family. I actually found a few clients on Craigslist and Hey, you know, this is where I want to go with my career. You mind if we just kind of try it out? Um, so it's evolved from helping one-man shop solopreneurs uh, and just experimenting, refining my process to now, uh, today where we stand is uh, about 10 employees or higher is, uh, is where I can find the best opportunity to help my clients um, in the perspective of there's, there's experience that they have now They've been kicked in the face probably a little bit, so they know what they don't know to right. some extent. Um, and it's easier to show them a return on investment. If, I, if you've got 10 employees and I can guarantee you that we're going to get an increase in productivity of, say, 10%, that's dollars. Sure. So it's easier to digest that. Um, I do still offer uh, some coaching on the side. I, I don't always leave with the word coaching, but right. for a small business owner, hey, I just need somebody to bounce some ideas off of, get some opinions, get some good referrals. Um, and I do offer those services on a case-by-case on a -case basis as well. Um, but I guess to that point, I, I don't look at myself as a coach. I'm, I'm not going to smack you on the butt and say, good job, go get them. Right. It's, I take a consultative approach to it. Right. And it's he says, let's understand your business, where you are today, where it wants to go, and let's find the opportunities and implement actual strategies. Let's look at, you know, is your HR a mess? Great. I talked to different PEOs. I've got different partners in those areas. Let me refer some of them to you and get the free education, if nothing else, out of them. 
you're, you're trying to work on your business structure, I'm not the guy to tell you legally, should you be an LLC taxed as an S-Corp? Now, I understand it. We can have some conversation, right. but you know what? I actually have a really good attorney friend that I can refer over to you. Just get the free conversation, right. free information out of there. So directly answering your question, love to help anyone I can help. Right. My, my bread and butter at the moment now is about 10 employees and up. Um, usually about half a million, million dollars is a minimum revenue number. Um, just because, again, it, it's easy to have that ROI conversation. They understand value right. um, in the terms of they know they will get a return on it and they're willing to invest in their business. Any particular niche or industry? Or are you open to pretty much anything? So, another great question. Chinese industries, ooh, everything looks great, right? right. Um, I, I have always started off as industry agnostic. And the reason for that is, is I, I've worked with small gym owners to um, signage companies. Very different industries, very different approaches, how you talk to different customers and all of that. Because they have different worlds. Right. They've never ever thought about how do, how do some of those lessons cross-pollinate? How can we take something that we learned in uh, working with a small gym and apply that to the signage and how they're doing their marketing? So being industry agnostic and, and always working with different referral partners is very valuable for me to share that information and disseminate it to make my clients stand out in their industry and do things that others aren't. All of that said, currently I have a good focus on manufacturing um, or production of some sort. Um, if, if your business is making, even, even if it is a sign in, in your back room or something, there's the process of going through sales, inside sales, production, invoicing. There's a lot of steps in there. Um, and you might be inputting the same information two, three different times. Let's find those pain points and let's optimize that. Yeah. Right. Speaking of processes. Yeah. Walk us through a, a typical process with a client. When you, you sign on a dotted line with them, walk us through first meeting through some actionable items that you've got them working on and results. Right, no. uh, so so I, I have a different approach than most, most business coaches, most business consultants. A lot of business consultants, um, they just wanna know the numbers and then they'll, they'll kinda of go through some of that. Myself, right. I'm a very personal person. I believe in relationships. Um, and I usually work at the highest levels with the business owner or their key advisors. Um, or their C-suite, whatever it may be. And because of that, I need to know who, who's in charge of the company and what their goals and missions are. So I always try to build a very strong relationship with my clients so that we can see where their goals are and where their company's goals are. So typically what we'll do is we'll do a foundation consultation. That's about a half-day consultation where we sit down and we talk in detail. Barry, who are you? I need to know who you are, what your family history is, a little bit, right. so that I understand what drives you, what your goals are, what your shortcomings are. Right. Get you to open up and share that information with me, because once I personally am connected with you and you feel that way with me, we can talk about the brass tacks of your business that you may not want to admit. Right. You may not want to tell me that your books are a mess or that your employees are turning over constantly and you don't know what to do about that. But once we kind of had that personal connection and we see do you want this business to grow for 30 years or are you just looking to flip it? Right. I need to understand that so we know how we're going to go about chasing and improving the business. Right. right. So I always try to kick off with a foundation consultation. The few exceptions to that would be the one-on-ones. If somebody just wants to do some one-on-one -on -one private consult, 
consultation ad hoc tactical session or something along those lines. But we usually do that half-day consultation. And then from that, I get so many data points. I can understand you. I understand the business. We do also get into the actual nitty-gritty, which you expect from a consultation, right. talking about numbers, what are your pain points, all of that. And we mind map this. And then I can see maybe 200 different individual things. And we scale that and say, okay, it's your sales piece. Your sales piece, we need to get better engagement through your sales team. We need to have a marketing message you know, along the lines of, of what you're talking about right. here. You have to have a, a design marketing strategy. And it's not just one month or it's not just one flyer. It's 12 months of consistent uh, right. messaging and all of that. It may be your production is a mess. And marketing's okay for now. We'll get to that when we get to it. We take that holistic approach and we find all the pain points. Some of it I can help you with. A lot of it I can. Mm -hmm. A lot of it I can't. If your legal structure is a mess, I'm, I'm not going to go into the, the deep dive there. Right. But I have a referral contact that we can use. You're spending 20 hours a week on payroll. Let's let's find a way to optimize that so that you can get those 20 hours back into some sales generating activity. Let's get your employees engaged and, and get your productivity up because they're happy being where they are. Right. And from there, uh, once once we've got this mind map and we've got all of this worked out, we usually will walk through what, what makes best sense for the business owner uh, themselves and the company as far as engagement at that point. And usually switch over to a retained service at that point depending on how much involvement they want. Um, lunch and learns, workshops, one-on-ones with employees, one-on-ones with the leadership team, um, as well as group meetings. Right. Um, in a premier package, I recently uh, agreed to do a actual on-site. I basically was on-site half the day just analyzing their processes and sitting down with their employees and following their workflows to highlight, hey, this area here we may be able to optimize and work through as well. Right. So it can be very custom. Um, but generally, it always kicks off with that foundation consultation. And then from there, we go into some type of retained uh, partnership. Listening to you, why wouldn't somebody work with you? <laughs> right. It, 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 makes, it makes total sense. <laughs> right. And, and I know from being a small business person, having a second set of eyes right. and ears um, makes a huge difference because we get myopic and we get, we get blinders on right. and we're focused right there on whether it's meeting payroll or the latest, greatest marketing campaign that we're doing this week. But as you said earlier, maybe maybe you need to step back right. and put a plan in place. There's, right. a, there's a word that, you know, oh, well, I don't have time to do that. Well, if you don't have time to make a plan, then you're right. going to you got other problems. Right. Exactly. So, absolutely. You mentioned workshops. Um, do you do regular workshops as a... As a value add to bring in not necessarily clients but people in the community to exposure them to you and your business right yeah so so workshops actually take two different approaches one is for my retained clients we can do workshops designated towards maybe they want to focus on sales or something along those lines um, additionally though I do offer to the community um, about once twice a month we do a free workshop well it's about ten dollars it's just just enough to cover the room and, and some of the, the accoutrements with that. Um, and it's, it brings in different business leaders or solopreneurs, whatever it may be, that are truly in business. These are the people that have marketing troubles. They have operations issues. They're the ones that are up at night if the business isn't making money uh, because they're truly trying to do something with their product. Right. Um, 
and so we, we bring people in and, and we'll have a, a targeted conversation around maybe this week it'll be pricing, next week it'll be marketing, whatever right. it might be. Um, and it's really kind of a, it's a really unique mix of mastermind versus uh, workshop, learning presentation, and networking. And I think what really comes out of these is, yeah, it's a targeted conversation this week about maybe marketing. Right. Here's some ideas, things that you should keep in the back of your mind, now go out and develop your plan. But if you come and Barry's sitting here and you're a part of this conversation and I ask you specifically, what is a challenge you face? Well, for you to, to explain that to this group of people that you may or may not know, you've got to tell us about your business. Right. This is way more powerful than a 30-second sales pitch that you get at some other networking right. groups. And right. nothing against those. That, no. That's you know, the conventional way to do it. Right. This is a smaller group. So you can, you know, for 60 seconds, explain your business, your unique challenges that you face, and then how you approach those challenges. Which means now everyone in the room has got the opportunity to understand your business a little bit more. But then also think about how you approach your problems. How can I approach that in my business? And the connections that come out of that, the education, it's, it's really just a beautiful thing. Well, I was going to say that you're, you're actually a connector. Yeah. You're, just, you're not just putting on a workshop, but those people in that workshop, by the end of the hour, hour and a half, whatever the, the time frame is, those people are connected. Right. And when they leave, they're sh they've shared their business card. Right. They've shared their information. They're setting up meeting. Hey, you know what? I think you can help me with this. Or maybe I know somebody who could use your services. So it's right. it's, it's almost a workshop slash networking event. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah and I thought about, I probably need to lead with it more as a networking event mm -hmm. because it, it, it really does come out of it. And uh, to your point, when people leave, they've got more of a bond. It's not just... You know, speed networking where okay, I talked to him real quick and I and I felt obligated to give my card or something. But at the same time, it's not the alternative of there's a bunch of strangers in the room. I have to actively, oh my gosh, work up the fear to go talk to the person across the room and give them my card. It was natural. It was a nice camaraderie of a, mm -hmm. of a chat, and it's a very similar process that I go through when I work with my clients. It's not me preaching. I am actually a natural introvert, so I listen very well, and that's that's where my value add really well. is. is let me hear what you have to say. Let me process how we can apply this. Here's my solution. How can I provide you with a solution? And if not myself, then I can I can bring in a referral contact. I may not be able to help you, but I know somebody that can. Let me find them for you. Right. Well, it sounds like any business out there that is struggling, is looking to grow, just needs a second set of eyes, can benefit from a consultant like yourself. Yeah. Any consultant, right? right. Absolutely. And, and that's not just to say, call me, call right. me. Right. Yes, if, if it sounds like a good fit, if you enjoy the conversation, please do. Always happy to give out advice and, and just have that casual conversation. Uh, you know, the other piece is, is a lot of people don't think about this. Exit planning. Are you, what's your plan for your business? What's your retirement plan? Right. And, and a lot of people say, oh, the business is my retirement plan. I'll just sell the business. That's great. If you have a process in place, because if at the end of the day there is no business without you, if you're putting 80 hours a week in, I'm not going to buy your business. It, it's right. on your shoulders. You walk out, there's no business anymore. Yep. So a lot of business owners think, oh, I'll sell it for three times my revenues. No, you're not. You're going to sell it for the, the printer you have in the back, right. which is your only asset. Right. Right. Um, so exit strategy and, and that piece That's too. Make point. sure you're talking to somebody. Just, just. Even if it's a friend, have that idea and go through that process. And I'll throw out 
on that topic, uh, a great book I read called Built to Sell. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of selling your business down the road, you need to be planning for it day one. And it talks about all the processes, the approaches, those types of things. So we'll put it in the show notes, but you're absolutely right. Exit strategy is key. And an right. exit strategy is you wake up one day and go, I'm going to sell the business. Right. It's too late. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You've got to have your process in place. You have to set it up and everything else. You know, on that point, too, I'll throw out uh, the E-Myth Revisited. Um, that's another good one for, for business owners to, re to realize that they're not alone. Most business owners are tacticians that are in it trying to deliver their product, but they don't feel comfortable understanding how to run the business. Right. They create a business and they become a slave to their own business, which was worse than being employed for someone else right. as opposed to the business running for them. And a lot of people identify that. They don't want to admit that. Um, and, and again, talk to a business consultant and, and get that structure in place. I say a lot of the times, some of my clients will just do an initial consultation. And I say, that's great. That's fantastic. You just did the introspection. I've given you a home gym now. Go down to your basement and use your home gym. You're capable of it. Right. If you need help, though, that's what I can be here for, is to make sure we're hitting deliverables, putting in the actual programs, right. working with your employees on these improvements while you're off selling and creating a business. Excellent. Well, this has been awesome. Uh, we've, <laughs> Thank you. We've been talking for 20, 25 minutes now, I guess. And before we go, any parting thoughts you want to share with the audience? You know, I ultimately, I think uh, just what I was saying, make sure you're at least talking to somebody. Take some time to work on your business this week, not just in your business. Held down by the email and all of that. Right. Um, and, and on that note, I do offer uh, a free 30-minute phone consultation for anyone that just wants to chit-chat about it. Um, and anyone that hears it through one of these social media platforms, uh, let me know that's where you heard it from, and we'll, we'll also throw another deal in there, 10% off uh, your, your foundation consultation as well. Excellent. How can folks get a hold of you? Or how can they learn more about <laughs> you and your, your business, Obsidian? Yeah, well, so we are we are getting everywhere. We actually just brought on an intern, so I'm very excited that we should have a YouTube channel up and going. Uh, I do have a podcast going on as well, the Better Results Podcast. And when all else fails, go to the website obsidiansolutionsllc.com. Um, from there, you can join our newsletter, which is a monthly letter of just some, some tidbits, um, upcoming events, things to think about with your marketing strategy. Father's Day is coming up, for example. Right. Um, and, and from there, we're everywhere. Awesome. We're the whole bit. So. <laughs> well, thanks for, thanks for being here. No, thank awesome. you. I appreciate awesome. it. I learned so much in, in this brief period of time. And, and hopefully, maybe we can chat some more and, and help our viewers or listeners uh, move along, grow their businesses. Oh, absolutely. Well, and talking marketing strategies and first right. impressions and the whole bit. I'd love to. Right. So, well, that's it for today. I appreciate you coming out, um, listening, viewing, whatever the case may be. And uh, make it a great week and make it a great first impression. If you found our podcast of value, please share it with your friends and colleagues. And please, please rate and review it on iTunes or the Google Play Store. To learn more about our marketing tool that helps you create a great first impression and sets you apart from the crowd, please visit businesscard.com. That's V as in Victor, I-S-N-E-S-S-C-A-R-D.com. Until next time, make it a great first impression.